The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Christine Rutherford about her wedding at Disneyland Resort. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she decided on Disneyland, how she planned the event, and of course, how everything turned out. So welcome, Christine. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show. I'd love to start at the beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided to be married at the Disneyland Resort. Oh my gosh, that is a very fun, cool story, actually. So I've been a Disney girl all my life. Growing up, I definitely know all of my princesses. I have all of their movies, books, dolls, you name it. I'm definitely a Disney girl through and through. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, if you were to tell me that one day I would be getting married in Disneyland, I would probably just laugh at you because I wouldn't believe it. But all thanks to my husband, because he was actually the one who encouraged me to look into a Disney wedding because he knew that I am a Disney girl. Like, I still watch Disney Channel, you know, it's like, it's on my background. (laughs) (laughs) So he knew that about me. So he said, why don't you just look into it? And of course, at first I was hesitant. I was like, you know, I don't know about the cost. You know, it might be too much, you know, too much money. And, but, you know, but at the same time, I was intrigued. So I looked into it. And the rest, they say, is history. <laughs> and then, no time we were off planning our fairy tale wedding, and it was just a blast. That's fantastic. So, knowing that you are a huge Disney fan, were your friends and family expecting this, or were they surprised when you announced where your wedding was going to be? You know, it's funny because a lot of my friends said it's what was expected. They said, you know, it's like it's it's you. It's definitely me to have that kind of wedding because, you know, growing up, I'm all about princesses, you know, the big dresses and all that. Like, even with school proms, I was like, I'm always all about big gowns. (laughs) So for me to have like a Disney wedding like this, it's like something that you can definitely see me doing. But at the same time, I also have some people who were like, doing a destination wedding, then there's going to be a lot of people that you won't be able to invite. But in the end, I was able to, you know, get them all excited. And once they realized that much, it's going to be so much fun, we get to go on a destination, a wedding, you know, get to witness a Disney wedding, and then, of course, get to play at Disneyland. So it's a win-win for everyone. So by the end, pretty much everyone was on board. That's great. How many guests did you invite and how many made the trip? So this is a tricky question, actually. So 
in the beginning, we were doing an escape wedding. And, you know, as you know, as an escape wedding, it's, we're only limited up to 20. Um, so that was one of the things that I was like, you know, it's like, we're going to be missing a lot of people. Like, I really want them to be able to go, but then we're limited. But in the end, we were able to make it bigger. So we switched to having a wishes wedding. So in the end, we ended up having 26 guests. <laughs> so it's still a smaller range, a smaller scale, but it was just what we wanted. It. That's great. Now, which locations did you choose for your ceremony and your reception? So we had the uh, ceremony at the Rosewood Garden and the reception at the Wisteria Room at the Grand Californian. How did you choose those locations? At first, when we were planning the escape, we were limited to, you know, some places so we can only do the, the ceremony. I really wanted to the Rosewood Garden in the beginning, but then again, it was only for the wishes type of wedding. So at first, we were going to go with the... Parkview Terrace at the Grand Californian. But once we switch to the Wishes, we then now are able to use the Rosewood Garden, which is just so cool because that was my first choice anyway. And the reception area uh, did not change because whether we were having a Escape or a Wishes, we would have still been picking the same location for the reception. I see. Okay. Did you add any Disney touches to your wedding or have a theme? So Disney touches uh, definitely have the princess feel as far as the theme. Uh, so it's definitely a fairy tale. So it's all like princess theme, fairy tale all over. I had the Cinderella Crystal Coach, which is, which is my favorite. And I also did a lot of my decorations. Um, like I did my own Mickey Mouse balls that was used on the aisle for the Rosewood Garden. And then I also did my own um, centerpieces for the tables. Oh, wow. Did you make them out of artificial flowers or? Actually, yes, I did. Because um, I know that having, you know, real flowers will be super expensive. <laughs> Plus, we were traveling. So we live in Seattle. So obviously, the wedding is in California. So I didn't want to worry about, like, traveling with all this fresh flower that will just die <laughs> in transit. Or it will just be a lot more expensive. So I did have artificial flowers. So I, I bought a lot of my supplies from Amazon.com. So here are artificial flowers. But it turned out really great. Got it. Okay. Can you talk about the wedding planning process? You know, it seems like so many Disneyland brides and grooms are from Southern California. But you guys had a bit of a distance coming from Seattle. Did you make any planning trips? No, unfortunately, again, you know, when we were doing uh, planning for an escape wedding in the beginning, we didn't really have any opportunity to go in for like a menu tasting or a planning site visit. So everything was to be done online or over the phone. It wasn't until later on, like maybe two or three months before the wedding, when we decided to go switch to the wishes wedding. And then so now we're all of a sudden eligible to do all this visits but then again we were short on time so we weren't able to do the menu tasting we were able to do the we had like a skype session okay. with our planner so at least we had a chance to do that so because like because at the same time also our event was longer so we had a lot more things to talk about like the pre-reception cocktail hour even though everything else has already been set up through my 
previous planner doing the escape wedding. But still, we were able to do a little bit of extra. We, Like I said, we did miss out on the menu tasting, which was a little bit of a bummer. <laughs> because it would have been nice to do that. But yeah, but everything else, I mean, it was just fine. It, it all worked out in the end. Okay. And then how did you select any outside vendors, like hair and makeup or photography? So all of my vendors are actually recommended by Disney. They have a preferred vendor list. So I just went down to their list and just started talking and calling them and, you know, pick whoever I thought was the best fit. Got it. So when you were planning, what were the three most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget? The less important was definitely, like I said, the the minimal decorations on the rose at the rose garden for the ceremony because it was already decorated so nicely by itself. I just wanted to add the flowers, um, the flower petals on the floor, and then I brought my own decorations for uh, like the flower balls for the aisle, and then I did my own place cards, the menu cards for the reception. So I did that. And so that's about it. So, I mean, and also, you know, since I, lo- I love doing those kind of things, so even though it, it didn't cost me any money, but at the same time, I cost, you know, it cost me time, but I didn't mind it because it was part of my labor of love. Were there aspects that were more important where you focused your time or your money? Yeah, so definitely the most important will be the photo and the video. That was my, my biggest non-negotiable <laughs> because at first, Ryan was trying to convince me to just have someone, you know, someone from our family to take our pictures or video because they can easily do that and be okay with it. But I was like, no, this is the one thing that we will have, you know, for the rest of our life. (laughs) I mean, like, regardless of, you know, whatever happened that day, it's the pictures and the videos will be the one that will be most important that we can look at it over and over and pass on to our future children. So that was the most important. And then the other one is the Cinderella carriage. That was definitely the reason why we had to switch into a wishes wedding because I was that's the only that's the only way I can have that. <laughs> I can have that carriage is if we switch to a wishes wedding. So I would say that that was definitely the most important and it was definitely the best decision that we've ever made because we look but we can look back at that day and think that you know that was definitely the most special at least for me that was the most special and even my mom said that was the most special moment that she has for my wedding is seeing me coming down from my carriage oh. can you give a timeline of how the day ran so we started hair and makeup at 7 30 we have about eight girls so there's i have five bridesmaids two moms and then me so there were eight so there was there was a lot of us and the wedding is at 2 p.m and then we had a pre-reception and reception from 3 to 7 p.m so it was like a seven hour six hour event but we started way early like at 7 30. Wow you talked about your mom's favorite memory was seeing you coming out of the coach what was your favorite memory of the wedding day? So my favorite memory was also riding the coach. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely that was that was the biggest highlight of my day. And of course, seeing my husband for the first time in his all-white suit looking so handsome and definitely looking like a Prince Charming. <laughs> now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? 
for me, it's the getting ready timeline. So like I said, um, we had about eight. eight or, there was about eight of us. And there was only two, like one makeup artist and one hair artist. or wow. you know, person. And there was eight of us. So, and I was the last one <laughs> for them to, I mean, I was the last one that they, they, that they worked on. So from 7.30 all the way to, like, the photographer was about to come, like, you know, Tigran from Beverly Hills Photo, he was going to come at 12.30. So I knew um, the timeline that I need to be ready by. But um, for whatever reason, we were just running so behind. And so when the photographer was there, I wasn't even ready. Like, they were still working on my um, hair at the time. I wasn't dressed. But, you know, everything was already starting to get chaotic. Like, you know, the planner is coming in and out. Like, everyone was just, like, and we were in our room. So it was a little tight. I was late. So in the end, because of that, I was late for the carriage. So I didn't have enough t- um, enough time to take a lot of photos with the carriage before the wedding. I didn't have any photos with my bridesmaids. With the carriage, this is really one of the things that I really regret not having because I can't get that back anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that will be the, the only, that's the biggest thing. Oh, and another thing is, um, so with all the, with all the chaos that was happening, um, my hair artist forgot to put my veil on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we were trying to get a hold of her and she was already like 10 minutes out and it was like, and yeah, you know, like I said, I was already late to get down to my carriage and you know there's like a time like 90 minutes that's all I have with the carriage so <laughs> I better make sure I have all the photos I want in that carriage because they're not going to extend the time so it was just getting so stressful so luckily my mom was able to put my my veil on this dot got taken care of <laughs> oh good and then was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be Having the number of guests that we have at 25 people, at first I was like not sure if this is going to be a successful wedding. <laughs> because for me, when you say wedding, you're expecting a big a big group. So, and that was another reason why in the beginning why I was hesitant of ha- rather having a Disney wedding versus an at-home wedding. Because if we have an at-home wedding, then we can definitely have a lot of people be there. And then it will feel more like a wedding but then again you won't have that Disney <laughs> Disney wedding experience so um, I was worried about that um, like I was worried that we're not gonna have as much fun and also I was also worried about um, because we're bringing our own um, personal decorations that we have to do it our, ourselves because Disney's not gonna help us with the decorating part so I was kind of stressing out about that, um, talking to my bridesmaids constantly what to do because I can't, I can't do it myself. But in the end, everything worked out so well. Um, we had a great time, even though there were the 25 people there. And then my bridesmaids did an amazing job in helping out, you know, putting up the decorations for me and, and everything turned out the way, that, you know, exactly the way I wanted it to be. Oh, that's great. Is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? Like maybe you talked about the timeline for getting ready. Yeah, absolutely the timeline. I don't really know what happened um, because I thought we had it all down. I was, you know, communicating back and forth to my hair and makeup person. And I don't know, like in the beginning, I thought I was under the impression that there was going to be more than just two of them. Right. 
so I was really surprised that they got there and there was just the two of them. <laughs> and I didn't try. And I tried not to make so much of a big deal out of it because I know that they know what they're doing. So I didn't care. But yes, you know, like my, yeah, I wish I had clarified that a little bit more to make sure. Got it. Any other tips or advice for future Disneyland brides and grooms? Well, you know, for me, it's like, if you ever have a doubt in having a Disney wedding, don't. <laughs> as long as this is really what you want and you have the budget to make it work, just believe in yourself and trust the process. The Disney wedding team knows what they're doing and they can guarantee to give you just exactly, you know, the, the dream wedding that you want and sometimes even more. So just follow your heart and go for it. Yeah, that's great. Oh, and another piece of advice is if you are thinking about planning for a Disneyland wedding, I definitely got a lot of help listening from this web- webcast, Disney Wedding Podcast. I definitely learned a lot, like tips, like it definitely helped me encourage myself <laughs> to go into looking into a Disney wedding. And then also through this web podcast, I was able to find out about this Facebook group, which is really helpful. I mean, I made, you know, I became friends with a lot of, of the girls over there and it, you know, they just give you a lot of tips and you share photos with each other. It's just so much fun. So it's definitely something that I would advise to, to go for. Oh, that's great to hear. <laughs> is there any place online where my listeners can read about or see photos of your day? I have a, a website from The Knot. So it's www.thenot.com slash US slash Christine dash and dash Ryan. K-R-I-S-T-E-N-E dash and A-N-D dash Ryan, R-Y-A-N. Got it. And I will also get some photos from you to put in the slideshow of the post of this episode on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Okay. Well, Christine, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me this evening. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's considering a wishes event at Disneyland, and I appreciate your taking the time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is fun. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, Check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>